Welcome to Coaching the Whole Educator, the podcast that helps instructional coaches, teacher leaders, and school leaders. I'm Becca, former educator and school coach turned transformational coach of coaches. I'm on a mission to help you improve your educators' effectiveness and resilience, especially the ones who need it most. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and coaching mindsets so that you can be on top of your coaching game. Are you ready? Let's dive in. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Coaches, we know it might seem like a hassle to gather classroom observation data and be present during a teacher's lesson. What would it be like if that was done for you? The ability to see trends in student talk versus teacher talk, high quality questioning, wait time, and even grade level academic vocabulary could make a big difference in upgrading the quality of instruction. Sydney has recently upgraded its coaching platform to include all of these capabilities using AI technology. All you have to do is capture video or audio of the lesson using your phone and Sydney does the rest. How cool is that? And one of the things I love the most about Sydney is that it stays all confidential on the platform. Visit sydney.com front slash TWE for your free trial or click the link in the show notes. Hello, 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 coaches and leaders. Today, we are going to dive into the messy yet magnificent world of adult learning. Buckle up because we're about to tackle the four stages of competence. This is a framework that'll help you and the teachers you guide conquer new skills with vulnerability, courage, and maybe a little laughter. So let's be honest, as adults, learning comes with baggage. We've got years of experiences, both successes and stumbles, shaping our comfort zones. So imagine a new skill like a mountain we want to climb. The four stages of competence act as our map, showing us where we are and how to navigate the climb with grace and maybe a few slips and slides. (laughs) So let's talk about stage one of those four stages of competence. Stage one is unconscious incompetence. This is where most of us start. This is where we are blissfully unaware we lack the skill. Think of that tech-averse teacher you're working with. She has no clue the power it holds for learning in her classroom, like none. So what's the good news? We can help folks become consciously incompetent. (laughs) We want to spark their curiosity, show them the aha potential, and gently nudge them towards awareness. I nickname this stage, what we don't know, we don't know. In other words, this is a blind spot. One way I was unconsciously incompetent was actually around technology. I taught in East Africa and Tanzania for two years, and When I returned back to the U.S., everyone had a smartphone and a smart board. When I was gone, all of this happened. So I left 
and smartphones had bare, had just come out and no one had a smart board. And I, I, and then when I lived and taught in Tanzania, I, we didn't have electricity some days. So I came back and I was like, I'm a great teacher without technology. <laughs> right. And it took me a full year to realize that I needed to learn the skill of utilizing technology in the classroom to really serve today's learners, right? So I was unconscious about, I was unaware that I, I, I needed to have this skill in the classroom. Now, coaches and leaders, I want you to think about yourself. We're going to do a little bit of self-reflection here. Here's the ironic part about blind spots. You can't actually see it yourself, right? Think about when you're driving in your car, you need assistance, right? Your mirrors or to turn around and really, really look through other windows to see what's in your blind spot. In other words, what this actually looks like is you need a coach. You need another human to ask the questions, to give you distinctions, to help you see your blind spots. This is not a solo activity. So what I want to challenge you to do is look at your pain points, look at what you are frustrated with in your coaching experience, in your leadership experience, that is your access to start to identify your own unconscious incompetence. Then hire a coach. That is the way that you actually have a breakthrough in what you are frustrated with in in ways that you are stuck making an even bigger impact on your schools and districts. Okay. It's really important that you do this work. So let's talk about stage two, conscious incompetence. This is the, oh crap, I don't know what I'm doing stage. <laughs> this is where they realize the gap, the need to learn and the potential benefits. That's where the real learning begins. Here, we build a strong foundation. We want to provide clear goals, resources, and opportunities to explore. Remember, this might be a very vulnerable stage for your teachers, admitting that they don't know something. Creating a safe space for imperfection Making mistakes and struggle is key here. That means you need to show up vulnerably as well. Encourage questions, mistakes, and normalize talking about the messy process and our imperfections throughout the day. So this stage, I nickname what I know, I don't know. <laughs> For me, when I finally realized, it took me a full year, by the way, <laughs> Uh, to realize, oh, I'm actually doing my kids a disservice by not using technology in the classroom. I went into conscious incompetent. I then know, I then knew that I didn't know and I was willing to learn. And I started my journey of learning how to utilize this technology. 
Now let's go back to your own self-reflection. Once you have figured out your blind spots to increasing your own satisfaction and effectiveness, you immediately go into stage two. Now you know, you have an understanding, you're conscious of what you don't know, your own incompetence. This is the moment where you can buy a book and start to address your incompetence, right? The lack of skill that you need to improve. I'm talking about you coaches and leaders, not the people that you coach. You can listen to podcasts like this one, right? You can continue working with that coach that you hired to even see your blind spots, right? Now you have access to learning the skills, right? So you want to identify the skills that you need to learn in this stage and start working on it. So let's talk about stage three. This is conscious competence. In this stage, folks actively acquire knowledge. They are putting in the work, practicing like crazy, and maybe even stumbling and feeling a little frustrated. Here's where we offer support and challenge. Give constructive feedback, provide opportunities for real world application, and celebrate those small wins that keep people motivated. So I want you to imagine, for example, your tech-averse teacher, right? And they don't see a reason why they should use technology in the classroom, treating them like they have conscious competence, like Oh, or conscious incompetence even like, oh, like they, they know there's a gap and they're ready to learn is a mistake. And I'll tell you for me, because I had unconscious incompetence, uh, that first year back from living in Tanzania, I had professional development every week about a new app I could use about a new piece of technology, how to use it. People modeled it for me. Did it make a difference for me? No. Am I a smart and caring teacher? Yes. (laughs) It didn't make me a bad person. I was just in unconscious incompetence. So reaching conscious competence, I was like, okay, let me do some research. I started incorporating different apps, different websites, different ways of teaching. I ended up a couple of years later, um, doing some more personalized learning, which was com- almost completely on the computer, right? So I really grew, but I had to understand why I was doing it to get me through stage one. Much earlier in my career, I was working with a teacher who, when I started working with him, he had had a few years before me of having a pretty chaotic classroom and his his principal (laughs) uh, gave me the background. So I started working with him and the goal of my coaching was to increase the level of student-led learning over teacher-led learning. So I go in and I'm modeling. This is before I knew how to identify when it was appropriate to model. Um, And I'm having co-planning sessions and um, I come back the next week and it has returned to the chaos And I, and then I start doing, okay, we need behavior management. So I started coaching him on behavior management. And it wasn't until I sat down and we had a real conversation about what was underneath all of these kind of 
behaviors that kept the chaos there because it was like week after week after week. We weren't making progress. Um, that we identified he was kind of felt like a failure and was afraid of of continuing that failure. And it just kind of kept it in place. And it was such a poignant moment to identify. For me, I was expecting him to be in conscious and competent. Like, oh, I, I know my, my classroom's in chaos and I'm I'm going to use strategies to fix it to identifying, oh, there was an unconscious incompetence in his brain about his own ability to succeed, right? So once you identify that, I mean, man, the, the next months, the next year, it was like a totally different classroom. So I, you know, I really want to challenge you. If you are giving the same coaching over and over again to a teacher thinking, oh, they must be in at least conscious incompetence, they at least know they, they, they don't know something and it is not making any difference. There might be something underneath that they're unconsciously incompetent about. All right, let's talk about stage four. This is an interesting stage that rarely gets talked about. This is unconscious competence. At this stage, we are unconsciously using our skill. Sometimes it looks like intuitively applying the skill. Think of it like driving a car. You don't have to consciously think about every single step, right? It's muscle memory. Years of practice have made driving or whatever your mastery happens to be second nature. But here's the rub. How do you teach someone to learn a skill if it was either something that came naturally to you or if you barely remember the fumbling and struggle you felt at the beginning? This is actually one of my coaches and leaders' greatest downfalls. <laughs> Being so skilled in the classroom, sometimes they have a hard time breaking down the nuances for teachers that are on a different learning path than they are. Now, don't get me wrong. Mastery is pretty freaking awesome. It's like the skill becomes a part of you, almost living inside of you. But what's next? That's the beauty, isn't it? We push ourselves, explore new frontiers, maybe learn a new coaching skill that gets us unstuck in a way that we can't see how we're going to get out of this. So remember, learning isn't a linear path. It's a messy, glorious climb. And even when we reach the peak, there's always another mountain to conquer. Just don't forget the lessons learned on the way up, because who knows, you might just need to share those dangerously wrong first steps to help someone else make that journey. The four stages are powerful, but remember, adults are complex creatures. We bring baggage, diverse learning styles, and unique motivations. So listen to their why, honor their experiences, cater to their learning preferences, and most importantly, make it real. Connect the learning to their lives, their goals, their dreams. I want to challenge you to think through some teachers that you are stuck in making progress with. Try to imagine what level, what stage of competence they are on. Work with them within that stage, not in the stage you think 
they should be in. Okay, you brave and beautiful learners. Let's go forth and create learning experiences that empower people to conquer their own mountains of competence. Remember, vulnerability is courage and courage is the birthplace of learning. Coaches, I want you to imagine this. Your teachers actively seeking your coaching, even the ones who previously have been avoiding it. Confidently navigating coaching conversations, even the tough and uncomfortable ones. Being fulfilled and energized at the end of your days instead of tired, frustrated, and drained. If you're looking for a practical curriculum that's grounded in real-world coaching that helps you navigate the wide range of situations you encounter throughout the school year, please reach out to us. Coaches often report at the end of the academy their surprise in being able to impact the teachers they previously were stuck in making progress with. I want to say that again. They were able to impact the teachers they previously were stuck in making progress with. The whole Educator Academy might be a great fit for you and your coaching and leading colleagues. And until next time, just remember, don't treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat them how they want to be treated. Take care. Take care.